Before we get into today's podcast, I would first like to acknowledge the Bidjigal and Gadigal people, the traditional custodians of the land on which this podcast was recorded today, and pay my respects to their elders, past and present. I extend that respect to all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people listening to this podcast. Always was, always will be Aboriginal land. So Dramatic Daily, your daily dose of the latest and most dramatic reality TV news. Welcome to So Dramatic Daily. I'm Megan Fistetto. Coming up today, Abby Chatfield steps down from her Friday's live hosting role amid sexual assault allegations against headliner Jason Derulo. Married at First Science, Jackson Loney was busted playing the Do You Know Who I Am card at a Halloween party. And an Australian reality star has won the right to keep her identity hidden after she was charged with rape and torture. So much drama, so little time. Let's get into the show. Abby Chatfield has stepped down from co-hosting the Friday's live tour amid sexual harassment allegations against headliner Jason Derulo. Last week, the It's A Lot podcast host took to Instagram to explain her decision, writing, I'm coming on here to let you know I have decided to step down from co-hosting the Friday's live tour this year and most likely in years to come. At this time, there's an active lawsuit involving the Headline Act, including an allegation of sexual harassment. While these are presently allegations and there has been no resolution in court. I personally don't feel comfortable performing my duties as co-host while these legal matters are outstanding. Abby went on to explain that her personal stance was to remove herself from the lineup. She then apologized to any fans who were excited to see her before wishing the other acts the absolute best. Now, Frontier Touring also shared a statement announcing that Abby was no longer hosting the event due to personal reasons. Now, what claims have been made about Jason Derulo? Well, in 2021, Jason promised Amaza Gibson a record deal. However, according to NBC, the aspiring singer realized that there were strings and struggles attached, leading her to file a lawsuit on October 5 in Los Angeles County Superior Court. She alleged that the voice coach turned cold after she rejected his sexual advances and repeated invitations to dine and drink alcohol, and that he eventually dropped her deal altogether. She told NBC, it's very heartbreaking. I have anxiety. I'm traumatized. I've dealt with inhumane work situations. I'm at this point where I'm back to zero and I have nothing. Married at First Sight's Jackson Loney has been busted playing the Do You Know Who I Am card at a Halloween party over the weekend, and I am getting major secondhand embarrassment. So on Friday, a crop of former brides and grooms attended the Maxim Hot 100 Halloween party in Sydney. According to Yahoo Lifestyle, Jackson had a cringeworthy clash when he tried to push in front of a mystery man who was lining up for the toilets. Jackson reportedly said, you don't know who I am, do you? As he tried to jump the queue. The man then responded saying, I've got no idea, mate, before stopping Jackson from entering the toilet first. A partygoer told the outlet that so many people were laughing at Jackson, adding, it was so embarrassing. And I think that is the understatement of the century. Now, that wasn't the only drama that went down at the event either. Jackson's ex, Olivia Fraser, also came face to face with 2023 bride Taylor Winter after rumors circulated last week that Taylor and Jackson had actually hooked up. This feud was apparently a huge talking point of the night, with many cast members trying to keep the ladies apart to avoid drama. Attendees were reportedly taking sides, but thankfully, or sadly, maybe for some, there were no huge confrontations. 
questions. Later that night, Jackson was spotted having what looked like a heart-to-heart with a mystery girl and photos obtained by Yahoo Lifestyle showed Olivia in the background giving him the ultimate greasy and I am living for this shade. Cody Bromley, Jason Engler, Nasa Sultan and Bryce Ruthven were among the list of attendees on the night and sounds like the party planner was really scraping the barrel. Just a content note for this next story, it does discuss suicide and sexual assault. An Australian reality star charged with numerous sexual assault offences has won the right to keep her identity hidden after a recent suicide attempt. In September, it was reported that a woman featured on a Channel 7 reality show was facing several charges involving offences she allegedly committed in multiple locations in Queensland. The charges included 17 counts of indecent treatment of children aged under 16, eight counts of rape, one count of sexual assault, two counts of torture and further assaults. Her partner was also reportedly charged with seven counts of assault and must remain unidentified for legal reasons. Queensland police allege that the offences occurred between 2005 and 2023. The woman obtained a court order to conceal her identity after new laws came into effect earlier this month, allowing certain people who'd been accused of sexual offences in Queensland to be named. Despite media organisations and lawyers for the alleged victims attempting to fight the order, Magistrate Aaron Simpson ruled for it to be upheld on Monday. When making his decision, Magistrate Simpson voiced concerns for the unnamed TV star's mental health after she spontaneously attempted suicide on September 15. After she was hospitalised, the woman was assessed by a forensic psychologist who found that the allegations had a profoundly adverse impact on her mental health. He also said she was struggling to function due to symptoms of depression and anxiety and that she remained at high risk of suicide. According to the psychologist, the woman was confronted by a media outlet in a car park on October 3. This encounter perpetuated her existing mental health disorders and made her fear for her safety. In his judgment, Magistrate Simpson said there would be few better examples of a special vulnerability of a defendant for meeting the criteria of a suppression order. He also noted that the TV personality was a fragile person that is a risk to herself. Ultimately, he concluded that the woman's safety held more importance than the argument that she should be identified. The matter will return to court for a committal hearing in November. Now, this comes as part of Queensland's revised legislation regarding naming individuals accused of rape, attempted rape and sexual assault. As of October 3, accused sexual offenders can be publicly identified unless they successfully seek a non-publication order, bringing Queensland in line with all jurisdictions except the Northern Territory. This was a recommendation of the landmark Women's Safety and Justice Task Force. However, on the eve of the charges being made, the woman was granted an interim non-publication order. This means she would have remained anonymous until it was lifted. That is the latest from So Dramatic Daily. For more tea, please head on over to our website, sodramaticonline.com. And you can also find us in between episodes on TikTok, Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at So Dramatic Online. I will see you guys back here, same time, same place tomorrow. Ciao for now. Kind regards. So Dramatic Daily.